Hello, beautiful people. I'm Georgia Bridgers, and this is On My Mind. Well, that was the cover. That was my cover of my own intro. I hope you guys liked it. I typically charge uh, $5 million per cover of my intro. That's also simultaneously the reason why I'm not a millionaire. People just don't seem to buy. But anyway, hey everyone, happy Friday and welcome back to On My Mind. I am your host, Georgia Bridgers, as you heard from originally the intro song and then of course sung through the cover of my intro song that played immediately after. I really need to let go of this bit. You know, it wasn't going anywhere, but if there's one thing I am is I'm not a quitter. Does that make, I'm not a quitter, so. That doesn't even make sense, saying if there's one thing I am, it's not a quitter. Whatever, again, going on a tangent that does not need to exist at all. Well, hey, what is up? I hope you're all doing well. Finally, we did it. We got through the end of the week. It was, it was an interesting week. And I posted something on my Instagram. My Instagram is on my mind pod. So if you guys want to check out more updates and see cute inspirational things that I find from Pinterest, <laughs> go ahead and follow me there. I'm pretty close to a thousand followers, so that's fun. Hee <laughs> hee. Anyway, I posted a little graphic that I found on Pinterest that says it's okay to slow down. And that has kind of been my like my saving grace this week and these past couple weeks, mainly just this week. If you remember from my last episode, I was um, pretty stressed out. I was in good spirits, but I have been very stressed out with this big move to Los Angeles. The original plan was that Tori and I were going to move next Friday, May 21st, but we kind of realized that we were putting ourselves on an insane schedule. So the new update is that we are now going to move in the first week of June. We were just so excited about moving that we kind of were putting ourselves on this timeline that we didn't need to create. Yeah, we were gonna move there and then immediately fly back like a couple days later after we finish our cross-country drive that is going to take multiple days because we had a family vacation for, is it Memorial Day that's first and then Labor Day that's second, right? Memorial Day is coming up. I think so. But anyway, we, Tori's mom scheduled a, uh, a Memorial Day, like family, what do you call it? Vacation for all of us months and months ago. And it just completely slipped our minds as we got caught into this world of figuring out moving. So we were like gonna come back for that vacation and then stay for Tori's graduation party that we also scheduled before we got our new apartment. And then we were like, okay, here's a crazy idea. What if we stop putting ourselves on a schedule? Our apartment is going to be exactly the same if we arrive there uh, at the end of May versus the beginning of June. So I realized that it is okay sometimes 
to take a step back and retrace yourself and make new plans and admit when you mess up. That's one of the really big things that I've learned in life that has helped me to continue to be who I am to this day. I am a perfectionist. I love doing really well at things and then showing other people that I know how to do really good jobs on things that mainly started, I would say, in college. It partially happened in high school when I was doing dance team or things like that. But in high school, I wasn't that great with my grades. Um, I was a I was a fine student. I got A's here and there, which was awesome. I was more of a B student and I always, always, always got a C in math class. So I was just an average Joe. I didn't graduate with honors or anything like that in high school. I didn't even think of myself being that smart. Like I knew I was smart. I knew I was, <gasps> holy shit, summer. Seriously? If you wanted to be on the podcast, you could have just asked. You don't have to yell. God, ugh, I wonder where she gets her dramatics from. Definitely not me. But anyway, in high school, I was a fine student, whatever. I mean, I was fine, look at me. Once I got to college and I realized that I, like, this is unbelievable, but I went to an all-girls Catholic preparatory high school and holy shit did they work us into the damn ground college was genuinely easier for me than high school and i think that's funny because most of my high school professors sorry high school teachers were like they're gonna be a million times more harsh than you in college and i was like oh my god this is gonna be horrible and then i went to college and like the first day of english class like we were taught how to do MLA format in college and I was like what I've been doing this since I was 14 I thought it was the norm so when I got to college suddenly for the first time in my life school was easy and I was like wait like I'm good at school and I oh hear this this is crazy I enjoy learning about things that I enjoy? Oh my god, couldn't be me. Unreal. So when I got to college and I started getting really good grades and doing a really good job on projects, I was like, fuck yes. I am now going to show everyone that I'm an amazing student because I never could before. And it was always a little bit harder than me, hard for me in grade school and high school because I was getting these like whatever grades, you know, like my dad would pat me on the back if I got to be in math, <laughs> you know? So I was like, oh, I, I was just the dancer, the theater daughter versus my younger sibling, Hope. Hope got my dad's brain. My dad is literally the smartest person I know. He is like math science brain to the max. And Hope got that brain as well. So they're very good at just solving equations in their head. And they always did well in math and science and whatnot in school. Whereas I was auditioning for the play. I, I, I kind of got that from my mother, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> but it was just cool for me to be seen in an academic light because I never was before. So then that has now translated into 
my daily life. And it was a really big, what's it called when something new happens and there's like a change? Give me a second. I think the word I'm looking for is adaptation. Like I had to adapt a lot once I graduated college because I was like, oh, okay, so I don't have projects anymore to show my professors that I am listening in class and I know what's going on and I comprehend, nor can I write papers to show off that I am academically talented. To be honest, you guys, I have no fucking clue what I was talking about before I got to this point. How did I start talking about grades? Perfection. I was talking about how I'm a perfectionist and how the perfectionism began in college. And why was I talking about that I was a perfectionist? Let me literally just go listen back to this podcast and figure out real quick. Whew, okay, that only took a couple seconds, but I, I think I was going about talking about how I am so much of a, of a perfectionist that in the past, I have had troubles with the idea that I can admit that I'm wrong and that I'm allowed to take a step backwards and fix whatever has happened. The very first time this concept was ever introduced to me is when I was in the thick of my perfectionism and I had just become president of my sorority and something happened that honestly doesn't even matter in the grand scheme of things to this day. But basically, I, as a leader, I had messed up and I was just so distraught because I didn't know how I could go forward from there. And I actually had the girl who was um, the president twice before me. So she was the president when I was a freshman and uh, I was sitting, I, I remember this so clearly, I was sitting on my bed sobbing because I, I didn't know how to move forward. And she was like, you know, Georgia, it's okay to take a step backwards before you move forwards. And it was just like this light clicked and everything was suddenly going to be okay. There is no shame in admitting when, not necessarily if you've made a mistake, but there is no shame in admitting that you've made a mistake, but there is no shame in moving backwards to then go forwards. And I kind of had to remind myself that when I, with this move, you know, instead of trying to cram everything, you know what, it's okay to take a step backwards, aka push the trip backwards and gather my bearings more and then move forward. This is one of the best pieces of advice that I have ever received in my life and that I will continue to live my life by. And also just the fact that there's no such thing as perfection and perfect. I mean, there is in the sense where like, I think that I'm perfect, but I think I'm perfect with all the quote unquote flaws that come with me. And they're not even flaws. What what the hell even is a flaw? Have you guys realized, like, do you think that flaws existed during the freaking cavemen time? No, because there was no societal standards in the cavemen time. Not that I know of. You know, there could have been just the cutest way to wrap your hair up in a bone back in those days, but I wasn't around then. Well, maybe I was around then. I don't, I don't know. My past life goes back that far yet. I'm still figuring it out. But like flaws and perfection was 
kind of created by society in the sense of like physical and emotional well-being. So I say we all give a big middle finger to that and embrace our flaws. I don't even want to call them flaws anymore. It's just like the quirks that make us who we are. Yeah, I've decided to no longer think that I have flaws. Not in a God complex way. Well, sometimes I do have a God complex, but that's not the story for another day. (laughs) I think we could all do ourselves a really big favor if we stop listening to what society tells us are flaws. We understand that we are perfect as we are, and no matter what we will continue to do in our lives, we will continue to be perfect. Just do what makes you happy. Speaking of happy, in my last podcast, I created a little something called the Joy Challenge. And basically, it was just an idea for you guys to all try and find the joy in the little things in your day-to-day life. Not everything that, like, makes you unbelievably happy can be your only source of joy. For example, yesterday, I was scooping out the like tablespoons to make a pot of coffee and I threw the Dunkin Donuts bag back into my cabinet and it kind of fell but the way that it fell it fell upside down and then I realized that there was a cute smiley face in the coffee (laughs) on the Dunkin Donuts bag so that was my little joy and I encourage you all I encouraged you all to let me know about your joyful moments too. I got a couple emails, so I just wanted to say thank you to Lucy who sent, hey Georgia, today I took the day for myself and had a complete stress-free day. I took my little dog on a walk and took care of myself. It felt great and brought me joy. Lucy XOX. And I believe Julia on Instagram created a little graphic saying the smallest things can bring you joy if you look for it quoting me uh just talking about the joy challenge and yeah so i just wanted to say thank you to everyone who spread that to their friends or their family or even if you participated in your own head i want you guys to not be afraid to email me i don't think you guys understand so many people email me and they're like hi georgia like I never email creators or you'll probably never see this or I don't know if you're going to see it, but I really don't get that many emails. So don't be scared. I think I only got like one, two, three, four, five. I got six emails in the past week since I posted my last episode. And you know, what? I see the analytics. I know there are more than six of you <laughs> who are listening to this. Oh God, I hope there are more than six of you listening to this. Don't be afraid to reach out to me if you want to because I'm here every Friday. Well, for me, it's a Thursday. It'd be nicer if it was a Wednesday, but look, sometimes I procrastinate and that's okay because I eventually get it done at the end of the day. Hmm, what else should I be talking about? I don't know. I know it's, it's hard though in your mind to allow yourself to go backwards because, you know, society kind of tells us that going backwards is a failure. There we go. Once again, with Miss Society ruining the party. And this goes in for so many things. For example, when I moved to New York in 2019, just about every adult that I met 
that were like friends of my parents or whatever, who I said or who I told I'm moving to New York, they would always follow up with, oh, you'll be back. You'll be back to Cincinnati. You'll be back here in 10 years to settle down. And while I understand that wasn't said with any malice in their hearts, it was, it's kind of hurtful, you know? It's not like you go up to someone who wants to be a bank teller and it's like, oh, you'll be back to the accounting department. Yep, being a bank teller is real hard, so you'll be back. You know, it. that's not to say that people who work at the bank have an easy job. That's not what I was saying at all. At all. I was just trying to think of a job that typically people don't say you're not going to succeed in. Shh. I work at the bank. Here is a dollar. Do not tell anyone. Anyway, that's a TikTok. Hopefully you guys got that reference. Otherwise, I'm just going to look like a fool. But anyway, I just think it's really interesting that people tend to bring so much thought of failure when you chase your dreams and when those dreams are quote unquote unconventional and i think that's stupid once again that's miss society coming in and that's also just that person's what's it called insecurities that's their insecurities that they are trying to portray and push on to someone else because they're scared to admit it themselves like look i'm sorry that you never left cincinnati because it sure kind of sounds like you want to and this whole stereotype that everyone always comes back to cincinnati it doesn't have to be the truth but you certainly are helping the fact anyway because of things like that i was even feeling unworthy and chicken for leaving new york so soon after moving here and moving to la uh, I've been here for two years, technically two and a half, even though those are not consecutive <laughs> because I did have to go back to Cincinnati to finish school and then I came back full time. I've decided to stop caring what other people think and I'm not a wimp for leaving New York because I want to follow my dreams and live a slower paced life and have my car and a backyard and access to grass. <laughs> just kidding. There's definitely access to grass in New York. It's just far and few between. New challenge. New challenge alert. Stop giving a, giving a fuck what other people say and don't let their insecurities become your insecurities and take over your life. I've let that happen way, way, way too many times in my life and it's just dug myself it's like i'm you're digging your own grave you are literally digging your own grave if you let other people's insecurities that they push onto you become your truth because it's not the truth it never will be the truth and that's something that they are going to have to deal with on their own fucking time because we don't have time for that we are too busy loving ourselves finding the joy in the small things and living life because isn't that what we're supposed to do at the end of the day we're supposed to live life and enjoy it once again we've got society telling us that life isn't good and that life is going to be full of hardships and difficulties and while that may be true just remember that your hardships and your difficulties you are making the conscious decision to take a step back so then you can take two steps forward. 
you know what? Three steps forward. You can fucking leap for all I care. Just get out there and do it. And for fuck's sake, believe in yourself. I can sit here all day and tell you that I believe in you and albeit the truth because I really, really, really do believe in you and following whatever dream that you want to chase. You will not be able to move forward and get yourself out of that grave that you're digging until you believe in yourself. So keep finding the joy in the small things and on days, you know, on days where I really struggle to believe in myself and don't quite know what I'm going to do to move forward, I write down a list of all the things I love about myself or all the things that made me happy that day or all of the things that I'm looking forward to. And I also write down a list of all the things I'm thankful for or all the things that I am future going to be thankful for, pretending that I already have it now. If there's one thing that you could take away from this semi-motivational podcast, I'm not yelling at you. I'm just getting excited, all right? I'm excited about self-love. You've got to, got to, got to believe in yourself. And it's very possible as long as you put in the work and it doesn't have to be hard as well. So yeah, I think that's all I've got for this week. I love you all so, so, so much. Thank you so much for listening. Please email me if you're seeking advice or just want to talk about what's on your mind and we can all chat about it here on the internet. You can email me at onmymindpod.gb at gmail.com. Again, you can follow me on Instagram, onmymindpod, and uh, tell your friends about this podcast. It would help me so much if you guys would either follow me on Spotify and rate the podcast on apple music i don't know if you can rate on spotify but if you can that'd be awesome um it would really help me get to further audiences because all i want to do is spread a little love yeah Mm-mm-mm-mm. spread a little love i feel like that's already a song because it sounds quite familiar but if it's not copyright but if it is i for legal purposes this is a joke Okay, I love you all. Don't forget to be your best self. I believe in you. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Mwah!